The Global Predators Plan to Eat Their Lunch Plus Yours as Well, Part 2. This is by Christian Elliott, abridged and read by Robert Yoho. For our podcast together, I've left a link. And if you haven't listened or seen the first part, uh, probably it's best to go there first. Where we are today. The following video explains how the global finance system has been consolidated and how the media is controlled. These forces have come together and are attempting to create a criminal dystopian new world order. BlackRock. Founded in 1988, BlackRock is one of the two most powerful financial asset management companies in the world. I have a two-minute video that explains how BlackRock and the Fed secretly collaborate. They see themselves as Montague Norman's, quote, principal men now engaged in the forming of an imperialism to govern the world. I next have a video showing Larry Fink, the founder of BlackRock, saying that the global economy prefers totalitarianism because democracies are, quote, messy. The threat of central bank digital currencies. Joe Biden's nominee, that is probably Joe Biden's handler's nominee, for one of the top banking regulator positions is Sali Amavara. From Epoch Times, November 9th, 2021, it would be best, she outlined in a series of articles and papers, to virtually abolish private banking. Every American would have a bank account set up at the Fed, and authorities would be free to inflate the currency by issuing interest on the deposits or even crediting the accounts directly. To counter inflation, the Fed could also slash interest rates or even, if all else fails, take away people's money as needed, she proposed in a recent paper. She says that people spending their money, that's cash, without government tracking is wrong. Thankfully, her nomination was withdrawn, but who will come next? Understanding the system. Ronald Bernard is a former Dutch banker who worked his way into the inner circle of the people who pull the central banking strings. I have two links to his chilling testimony from 2018. Catherine Austin Fitz, the publisher of the Slary Report, described what is happening, quote, Just like there is a magical place called Disney World, where an underground infrastructure creates the experiences we see above ground, so too is there an invisible underground economy that dictates what's happening in the above ground economy that the rest of us are 99% interact with. Fitz says that what is different today is that those who control the politicians are cutting the political leaders out. Quote, the central power of wealth under the leading financiers, unquote, are now controlling the politicians and governing the world. But the global debt load is unsustainable and the central bankers know it. As Mark Moss points out, historically speaking, we are on a timeline for the collapse of the fiat system. How much longer it can go on is unknown, but the central bankers can't stop the eventual end of their system any more than they can stop the sun from rising. They're out of moves. The only way they have a chance to, quote, protect their capital is to reset the game. The Great Reset appears to be an attempt by these, quote, leading financiers to manufacture a crisis and present themselves as the saviors. COVID was just the reset kickoff party. We know about the future they envision. 
event 2001, I'm sorry, 201, was a multinational conference that simulated a global coronavirus pandemic response. Following the exact same script, the actual pandemic broke out a couple months later. This rehearsal was funded by a mid-30s billionaire, Dustin Moskowitz, who is a co-founder of Facebook. Their newest public simulations include, and I have links to these, a 10-nation summit to simulate a cyber attack on the global financial system. The food industry meltdown simulation seen through the lens of, quote, climate change. Transhumanism, the planned merging of AI into humans. A patent granted in 2018 for, quote, cryptocurrency system using body activity data. It is an anonymous document about governmental behavior control. And Prince Charles just called for trillions of dollars and a, quote, warlike effort, unquote, to combat the emerging climate crisis. More money printing and inflation are part of these plans. How to stop it. Short term, dismantle the COVID frauds. Longer term, get rid of central banking. The U.S. democracy was designed by our brilliant founders with checks and balances between the three branches of government. Our executive and legislative branches are now the most compromised. The only area still partially functioning is the courts. They are rejecting many of the mandates and other parts of this dark agenda. Because of this, many big businesses are dropping injection mandates. And in the cases that are lost, the judges often telegraph the kind of arguments needed to win. I have a video below that explains David Martin's path to victory over the COVID frauds. I've had hours of personal contact with him and respect him immensely. His main points are, first, eight of the crimes related to COVID are easily provable. Second, the penalty for each felony is 99 years in prison. Third, nine prominent defendants are guilty of breaking multiple laws. And fourth, attorney generals or district attorneys, or hopefully a group of them, can prosecute these people. So have a look at that video with David Martin. And I have the document that he proposes to use. The first page, including defendants Alex Azars, Azar, Anthony Fauci, Peter Dazak, Ralph Barrick, the FDA, the CDC, the NIAID, which is Fauci's group, Moderna, and Pfizer. Please help. Get this letter about the case in the hands of every attorney general and district attorney in the country. We must not relent until we have many cases filed. Add your AG or DA, ask your AG or DA to meet with Dr. David Martin so he can help them not to lose the case before they begin. Understand that attorneys and judges are real people with ordinary fears. We must support them. Stretch yourself to think of ways to rally your friends and neighbors. We need to get this information in front of appropriate attorneys and we must protect them. When we win this case, the linchpin of the globalist agenda will be destroyed and their house of cards will collapse. The longer term strategy. To use David Martin's words, we can remove the leverage these tyrants have by moving the fulcrum of their money supply. Here are four small near-term ways we can begin to unravel their centralized control. Use cash. 
the last thing the globalists want is for us to be able to transact outside their global, their control grid. All this using cash just one day a week would go a long way. Find a local bank that's not part of the tapeworm 20 banks that invest our money in the globalist consolidation of wealth. And I have a link to find a good bank. Start spending and investing your money strategically. Shift it away from corporations that are participating in this criminal conspiracy. Do your homework on Bitcoin. It is the only cryptocurrency worth considering and the only legitimate decentralized threat to central banking. Good references include the Bitcoin standard, the decentralized alternative to central banking, and also, thank God for Bitcoin, the creation, corruption, and redemption of money. I also like Bitcoin, hard money you cannot F-U-C-K with, why Bitcoin will be the next global reserve currency. That's an easy read. Bitcoin has the potential to give the world a stable globalist currency with no person or group controlling the money supply. If Bill Gates and his billionaire buddies tell you not to invest in it and China is banning it, the path to freedom is obviously the other way. If we can unravel the predator's money control, we will get our autonomy back. No one is coming to save us, and we will not be allowed to go back to normal. We are in a race between centralization and independence. I look forward to meeting you at the barricades. Christian